Masonga Center here in Lowell, Mass., where the score at the end of two periods is UMass Lowell 3, Merrimack 1. This is Mike Mactic alongside John Leahy, and tonight's second intermission is brought to you by Merrimack Grad School. At Merrimack, you can earn your master's degree in as little as one year. Choose from graduate programs in business, education, engineering, health sciences, criminology, and so much more. Visit merrimack.edu backslash graduate for all the details. As we mentioned, the Warriors trailing here 3-1 after 2, and joining us here in the second intermission, Ian Boshane. He's helping to cover for the MacReport.com, covering the games this weekend. And uh, Ian, tonight's game first, let, let's talk a little bit about that. Uh, a lot of things the Warriors doing well, a like hockey's game of inches, and a few plays here or there. Maybe it would be different, a different story, but uh, like I said, it feels like there's a lot of things that they're doing, and maybe maybe the difference, at least to some extent, is just the experience of UMass Lowell uh, and getting them to the 3-1 lead, despite the fact that Merrimack's out shooting low by more than a 2-1 to margin. Yeah, I mean, certainly you look at the shots on net here, 22-10 uh, in favor of the Warriors. You know, they're, they're certainly getting pucks on net, and I know talking to Coach last night, he was he was happy with how his team battled uh, through three periods, and especially late in that game when they found themselves down after a quick pair from the Terriers. You know, there might have been a question coming into tonight, how is the team going to respond? And I mean, you certainly got to like the positivity that they've come out here with tonight, despite the two-goal deficit here on the board after two. Yeah, it's almost as if you know, the difference in the game really is just, you know, you had a couple of mistakes in the first period. You had one one situation, the first goal, they weren't able to get the puck out of the zone, and, you know, that ended up costing them, and then they're killing a penalty. And it was just, I don't know, 10 seconds or so into the power play. Lowell scored, but they, they won a faceoff. Lowell won the faceoff in the Merrimack end, and the guy was able to break free uncovered in front of the net. They got the puck to him, and he scored the goal, and that, I mean, that's the difference there as well as the uh, power play goal that Lowell got here in the second period. Yeah, I mean, you talk about the power play opportunities. I mean, Lowell's had two chances tonight. They've been on the power play for a total of 42 seconds. Um, the first goal came 10 seconds in, and the second one came 32 seconds in. So, I mean, you know, you can't fall behind to a team like Lowell, especially you can't give them multiple opportunities on the power play because you talk about it, this is a senior-leading team, and, you know, they've been there. They know how to win. They know how to capitalize on opportunities. And you talk about a team on the Warriors that's, you know, on the younger side. You know, you get, you got to take the advantages that come your way. I mean, we talk about opportunities that maybe, you know, an inch here or there. Tyler, Tyler Drevich early in the first period had a shot that beat Tyler Wall clean over the top of the shoulder. Wall never saw it, and it just hit the post. So, I mean, you know, again, you talk about a couple inches here or there, and we're talking about a totally different hockey game going into the third. And it seemed like even, you know, I mean, obviously as a coach, you Scott Bork wants his team to play as well as they can, no matter what the situation is. And you look, I look back in that first period, and, okay, they fell behind 2 to nothing on those two goals, but you know what? It seemed like after that, they carried play the rest of the period. Second period here, again, you know, they give up a goal, they fall behind 3 nothing. But again, I thought they bounced, they rebounded pretty well and bounced back to play well. They got the Tavernier goal, they drew some penalties, they had some good chances on the power play. It's like, I mean, if you were watching this game here tonight, you'd think that the, the score was the, was the opposite, that Merrimack would be the team that was ahead. Yeah, definitely. I mean, again, you talk about it. It's just about building on opportunities. You know, we got 31 seconds of carryover penalty time here that the Riverhawks have to kill off to start the third period. You know, there was some good puck movement going on here late in the period before it ended. And, you know, if you hear Coach Bork and your staff just going to the locker room and say, hey, guys, we're doing things the right way. We're doing things how we want to do it. It's just, again, puck luck. And it's, right now it's favoring, favoring the opponents on the other side of the ice. And we keep, we keep doing what we know how to do. We're, we're going to come out on top and, and play warrior hockey and, and eventually one of these, you know, we talked about it last night after the game, one of these one goal games will end up going in your favor sooner rather than later. Yeah, 
one and six now in one goal games, and we talked to Pat Kramer about that uh, during the first intermission as well. I mean, it's not surprising to see that with a team that's as inexperienced as they are. I mean, they obviously do have the guys up front, and you know, the guys up front like Tavernier and Irvine and so on, and the guys you know on the blue line like Dockery and that you know that have been there before, and obviously Patrick Hallway now too. But there's you know for a lot of guys there is that inexperience. There's times that you're watching a game and there's five freshmen out on the ice, and and it's just a matter of you know I feel like I'm watching a game and kind of trying to think a year or two ahead because you think of where is this team going to be with the experience that they're gaining and the fact that they're putting so many players in these situations that, yeah, right now it, it might be tough, but you have to think it's going to pay off down the line. Yeah, certainly. you got to think about, you know, like you said, a year, two, sometimes three down the road. It, the, the scripts could be flipped here. You know, you could be looking at a UMass Lowell team that's got X amount of freshmen out there on the ice and struggling to find ways to win hockey games. And this could be a Warrior team that, you know, has that veteran leadership. They've been there a time or two. They know how to win games in a complete different alternate, uh, excuse me, and uh, different assets. You know, they have different ways to win games. You know, whether it's one goal games where you're led by your goaltender. You know, you get into those high-scoring games where you got to put out five, six goals a night to try and win a hockey game. You know, it's it, it's about experience, and right now, you know, it, it might not be going the way we think it is, you know, positively for the Warriors, but you, you got to look at the long run, and this is these are building blocks for a Warrior program. It's definitely heading in the right direction under Coach Bork and his staff. Well, let's tell the folks how they can check out the work you're doing. Uh, TheMacReport.com, I know, is one place. I think you're on Twitter as well. Uh, how can the folks check out your work on Twitter? Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter, at Ian I. N-O-B-E-A-U and follow me on there writing for the Mac Report also you can catch me at Lawler Arena as the public address announce voice there uh, so anytime you come into Lawler feel free to stop over at the scores box and say hello yeah I was going to touch on that too before we went the PA work that you do at Lawler uh, do you try to in any way model what you do uh, after anybody else that you know or just try to be completely yourself a little bit of both I'd like to say that you know going to hockey games especially here in New England Jim Martin's definitely a, a guy that you like to model things after. He's definitely a, a well-known name. Certainly excited as a public address guy. You like to hear that he's going to be back for the remainder of or a large portion of the remainder of the regular season for the Bruins in the playoff run. So you know, there's, there's certain aspects, but you know, I like to have fun and you know as an announcer, you want to be able to put your own spin on things. So... Well, Ian, thanks a lot. We certainly appreciate all the great work you do, PA, as we mentioned, and now helping out uh, uh, Mike with Mike McMahon away for the MacReport.com, doing a great job of covering the games this weekend. So thanks again, Ian. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you again soon. Absolutely, guys. Enjoy the third. All right, Ian Boshin, our guest here in the second intermission with the score, UMass Lowell 3 and Merrimack 1. John and I will be back with more right after this. This is Warrior Hockey.